Hey guys, this is Mindcast with your host, Kevin Seaman, where we talk about what's going on in your head. Welcome to Mindcast. This is your host, Kevin Seaman. I'd like to take a brief moment to thank our esteemed sponsor of this episode of Mindcast, Dolorex. Dolor is a French word for pain. Rx comes from the Latin word for recipe. Well, let me tell you, this is one of the best recipes for pain I have ever used. This is a product that works, guys. I've tried a lot of pain management products over the years. I have personally used Dolorex CBD cream and the roll-on. And as a coach and a very physical athlete, I've had outstanding results with these topical creams. I've also given them to my staff and clients who have had equally outstanding results. In addition, I've also had equally great results with the powdered CBD drink, especially as a compound factor for injury and related pain. And in addition to pain management, it's given me a feeling of well-being, calm, and relaxation. It's helped me fall asleep more quickly, and I wake refreshed and ready for the next day. Dolorex Proprietary Topical Pain Management Cream combines scientifically proven analgesic ingredients infused with an advanced proprietary nano CBD hemp oil that penetrates deeply and quickly into the skin to manage pain at the source. The fine folks at Dolorex back their quality products with a 100% money-back guarantee within 30 days of delivery. That's D-O-U-L-E-U-R-X. Look for the green and white label. Use the product code MINDCAST to receive a 20% discount on your order. Check them out at dolorex.com. Welcome to MINDCAST number 26, Making Things Stick, Mastering Retention and Reinforcement. Life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. George Bernard Shaw. People have an unbelievable capacity to change, develop, grow, and evolve. Science has proven this. The brain once thought to be fixed past a certain age is now referred to as plastic, given its ability to regenerate and develop over time. According to neurosurgeon Sanjay Gupta, The rewiring of your brain is a result of neuroplasticity, which includes two things, neurogenesis, the growth of new neurons, and synaptogenesis, new connections between neurons. You can enhance the growth of those two things through meditation, reflective self-inquiry, mindfulness, and asking meaningful questions and visualization. Through visualization, you can turn an abstract hope into a picture that not only inspires you, but also guides you. Dr. Gupta goes on to say, if you want to be a high achiever, you must train your brain to think in a way that sets you up for success. In order to rewire your brain for the long term, you must practice visualization at least six weeks for just five to ten minutes a day. Now, I can tell you I've used visualization for decades for my own self-development, as well as the development and performance enhancement of my clients. And I've had astounding results 
from the use of visualization. The issue is not one of whether we can change then, because with the right mindset, people absolutely can change. I believe change can occur in an instant. In the very moment we ultimately decide to change, we no longer take the same approach. Therefore, change is not the issue. Rather, the question is, how do we retain the positive changes that we make over time? How do we keep them integrated into our lives and retain these character patterns? Many people have the opportunity to have teachers, mentors, coaches, or parents to aid in the reinforcement necessary to retain these changes. It would be great if we all had people surrounding us who could do that for us. The reality is that most of us don't. So we need to rely on methods of self-reinforcement in addition to any help we can get from others. To help you in reinforcing the positive changes in your life then, let me share with you some of the following winning mindset tools I've assembled for reinforcing new behaviors. Four keys to effective reinforcement. Number one, focus on one thing at a time. Number two, praise progress, not perfection. Number three, utilize the power of reminders. Number four, establish a support structure. Okay, let's go through these one at a time in detail. Number one, focus on one thing at a time. Professional football coach Tom Landry, who was at one time the coach of the Super Bowl champion Dallas Cowboys, was asked, in all your years of coaching, what's the most important thing you have learned about developing new skills? Landry replied, focus on one thing at a time. To do this, you can ask, what is the one thing that will make the biggest difference in my blank? Career, performance, results, relationships, health, etc. Seeing progress in a certain area is fulfilling and reinforcing. Once you see some progress in one area and are satisfied that your new habits and behaviors are consistent, you can move on to another area, revisiting as often as needed. Hold yourself responsible for a higher standard than anybody else expects of you. You will astound yourself, you will astound others, and you will piss off both your critics and your competition. Number two, praise progress, not perfection. Dan Inasano is one of the most gifted martial artists in the world and known by many as a genius of unquestionable depth. He's probably best known to the general public for his longtime friendship with Bruce Lee. In fact, he was a man personally chosen by Bruce Lee to teach his unique approach to the martial arts. Dan once told me that it takes about a thousand repetitions of physical movement before it begins to become embedded in your nervous system or what is commonly known as muscle memory. That seems like a lot of repetitions, doesn't it? A thousand repetitions. He also said that the secret to mastering a technique is not so much trying to get it down to less than a thousand reps, but rather to control your emotions so that you don't get frustrated or give up when you haven't got it perfect after a couple of tries. Just as it's important to set bite-sized goals, it is equally important to reinforce your progress all along the way, to praise progress, not perfection. While it may seem odd to praise yourself, 
It is an important step in helping you to measure and reinforce where you are and what you need to do to get to the next step. Examples include what, why, where, how, and when. What? One thing I did well today was also what I learned. What and why? What is great about this? Why is this great? Where? When I'm in this place emotionally, I am. How? I improved in this area by. When? I learned what not to do in this situation. Also when? I think I could make more progress as I progress if I. We cover this in the use of questions in the emotions chapter of the Winning Mindset book. As simple as this technique is, it is also very powerful. Make sure you frame your statement in the positive. It's the same thing if you say to a child, don't spill your milk. First, they have to picture spilling their milk to understand the negation of that action. Instead, keep your milk in the cup while you drink it, or both hands on the glass, please, is a much better choice since it actually tells them what you want them to do. This method of communication is also solution-oriented, not problem-based, as you are actually conveying the solution to the individual, not the problem in reference to what you don't want. This is the same principle you want to use when reinforcing the behavior choice in yourself. Tell yourself what you want or need to do, as opposed to what you don't want or shouldn't do. This directs you to where you want to go and not where you don't want to go. I've used the same approach in physical coaching for decades, and it's incredibly effective. When training combat athletes and even kids in the martial arts, I use terms like keep your hands up or keep your guard tight rather than don't drop your hands. By communicating what I want, it reinforces the athletes to do what I ask them to do rather than what I don't want them to do. Positive reinforcement must be conveyed in terms of where you want them to be, never on where you don't want them to be. I've used this example when teaching lectures and in another Mindcast. Okay, clear your mind. Listen to me. Don't think of an elephant. Don't think of an elephant. Don't think of an elephant. Now, did you think of an elephant? Did you try to remove that elephant from your mental image? And was it the word elephant or a picture of an elephant? It was a picture in your mind's eye of an elephant, big and real, sitting right there in your mind. In order for you to not think of something, you must first focus on it briefly, then attempt to remove it from your visual imagery. Why is this pertinent? In order to praise and evaluate your progress, it's much more effective to base it on where you are rather than on where you are not yet. What do I mean by this? It's great to focus on your goals, but the feeling of progress comes when we're able to evaluate our progression towards these goals, to measure how much you've accomplished, and to see this type of progress in others as well. Praising yourself and others is both encouraging and inspiring. Number three, utilize the power of reminders. There are other steps that you can take to remind yourself of your goals such as placing written reminders where you can see them, like taping your goals up on the bathroom mirror or someplace where you can see them every day. Your mind is most receptive to information in the periods when you wake up 
and before you go to sleep. I use post-it notes on the dash of my car with a message of what I want to accomplish. This absolutely drives my wife crazy, but for me, it's very effective. Get images of your goals. If possible, pictures can be more motivating than words. Place them in conspicuous places that you see frequently. Use pictures or icons of role models. Many people wear the bracelet WWJD to remind them of how they would want to treat other people. And for a long time, the Livestrong bands were used to remind some to anchor to the courage and strength of Lance Armstrong. I recently saw a female competitor, Kaylee McKillen, in the 2020 Olympics that had something her father said, I'll always be with you, tattooed on her foot. And prior to winning the gold medal in the women's 100-meter backstroke, she touched the image, as she had done so many times before. This engaged the Australian swimmer to her father's words as an anchor to associate her to her father and the strength he gave her. Her father passed after his battle with brain cancer last year, and this made these words especially personal. I have used similar anchors and have had great results. When I feel discouraged, I see my mom's smiling face looking at me in my mind's eye. I just lost my mother earlier this month, but she'll always continue to inspire me for the rest of my life. That smile of hers and look of confidence stays with me, and it helps ground me, and it will for a very long time. Number four in the power of reminders, reward yourself. I have a thing I do where I reward myself with something I want. It's not anything extravagant or expensive. In fact, it's usually something simple, just an icon of my accomplishment. Years ago, when I finally sold a commercial building that I had worked on and improved and finally made the sale myself, I bought a watch. Nope, not a Rolex, a $99 fossil watch. I wanted the watch and I walked by it several times. I could have easily walked in and bought it with the cash I had in my pocket. But that wasn't the thing. The thing was, I wouldn't allow myself to have it until I sold the building. That was my reward. That was my reinforcement. The last one in this area, keep a journal. We all slide away from our focal point from time to time and need to adjust and get back on track. Your journal entries can become a great source of reference. Provide insight on how far you've come and reinforce what you've accomplished. Yes, I know it's a lot of work, but isn't your success worth it though? By utilizing the power of reminders, you reinforce your efforts and objectives often. And it is that repetition in reference to this that solidifies your progress. Number four, establish a support structure. The power of a support structure is amazing. If you're fortunate enough to obtain one, whether it takes the form of a training partner, a coach, a support group, a trusted friend, a spouse, a mentor, or an elder, their role can be incredibly effective at helping you achieve the kind of personal success you desire. These people are there for you to coach, nudge, tease, and hold you accountable for your actions. They can give you a pat on the back or a kick in the butt, depending on the need. 
They look out for your best interest and your best interest only. To properly engage a support structure, you'll first need a person or people who absolutely believe in your potential. It doesn't mean they won't challenge you or force you to think through your plans, but they need to be a strong supporter in your potential to achieve your goals. Thirdly, you need to be honest and upfront about what you want to achieve and what role you want your support structure to play with respect to frequency, directness, and detail. If you don't want truth, honesty, and candor, you aren't in the mindset of truly being the best you can be. A coach is someone who tells you what you don't want to hear, who has you see what you don't want to see, so you can be who you've always known you could be, Tom Landry. Many times people set goals that have very little to do with what they truly value in life, or they set goals that don't take into account what they want to avoid. Then they wonder why they aren't following through, and sometimes they label themselves as lazy or undisciplined, and many times they will just give up. Most of the time, this is not the case. Often, the problem is that people's goals are not aligned with their value system or how they like to be reinforced. Something to keep in mind in regard to goal setting, there is a unique cycle that occurs when we predicate goals that are in alignment with our values. As we work towards our value-driven objective, we feel totally natural in our pursuit. And once this goal is achieved, our values are satisfied and supported by our accomplishment. Therefore, our goals support our values and our values in turn support us in the direction of our goals. So, as you seek to reinforce and retain your progress, remember to keep your ultimate purpose in mind. If you have a big enough why, you can accomplish most everything you set out to achieve. It is that why that becomes a driving force and gives you the courage, stamina, and passion to move forward, even when you feel tired or when things are most difficult. I heard something the other day that really struck me. You either get bitter or you get better. It's that simple. You either take what has been dealt to you and you allow it to make you a better person or you allow it to tear you down. The choice does not belong to fate. It belongs to you and you alone. I love this quote by Homer Rice. You can motivate by fear and you can motivate by reward. But both those methods are only temporary. The only lasting thing is self-motivation. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this 26th episode of Mindcast. I cannot express how truly grateful I am to you, my listeners, my goal is to expose as many people as possible to the concepts and principles I've used to coach thousands of individuals just like you to empower themselves and to better navigate this journey we call life. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Mindcast and share it with someone you think this podcast will click with. I also want to thank my sponsor for this episode. Dolorex. Check out their website at dolorex.com and put in the promo code MINDCAST for a 20% discount on your order. Thank you. And until next time, this is Kevin Seaman and this is MINDCAST.